1: Thanks for listening to CarCast on Podcast One.
0: Yeah, get it on. Got to get on a judgment. I'm to get on a lot CarCast. I got a lot of podcasts. <laughs> yeah, you today, do. My friend. I'm Adam I'm at the motorator. D'Andrea over Hello. there. Hello. CarCast, the name of the show. We appreciate you guys uh, listening and, and sharing and telling a friend. And, you know, when we were down at Road Atlanta, everyone coming by and saying hi and wearing the t. a guy wearing a T-shirt in the parking lot.
1: Yeah. Old school shirt, Old too. school. It's all, it's all well, good. Well, because all we have is old school shirts. <laughs> I don't know that we got new shirts. We'll we should get, get some, yeah, we should get some should swag going, guys. I think, guys, there's, I think guys, there's a
0: plan in, in order. Guys like T-shirts. Car guys like T-shirts. Yeah uh let's see I've uh we got a lot of stuff coming up man we got the San Marino car show we've got uh Goodwood looks like that's coming together for the hill climb and the 935 we yep. got a Jay Leno's garage with the 935 down at uh, willow Springs Jay wants to get in the car uh, I'd like to be a little delicate about this but those uh, those racing seats are pretty
1: snug. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him on uh, again, and I love his helmet and his open face helmet. Uh, it's a great look. Um, the
0: the this so they're saying, well, just put a passenger seat in it for Jay, but I don't they do make Sparco and others make a large bore seat for a man with a slightly bigger carriage. Yeah, you know? And
1: when you do like ride alongs and drifting cars and stock cars and stuff, they always go with the bigger seat. Cause it fits everybody. Right. You know, but, but I don't have one no, of those seats. <laughs> so
0: my seats are kind of snug and not that I don't got some hip on me, but I just go, look, I'm will I'll take my fat ass. I'll shove it in that seat. Cause my feeling is sort of like, it's kind of an interesting thing. It's a. It's a. When I played football, I always like my shoulder pads cinched down tight, and I always like my belt tight, okay, and yeah. I like my chin strap tight. I just felt like more secure. I, I just felt more. like I was ready to go. And when I get into the car, you guys are always torquing down on the lap belt for me and getting it really pulled tight. Yeah. And I was pulling my shoulder harnesses tight. I like being in there. And being like, I like that feeling. A yeah. lot of
1: people, I, are like, I get a little claustrophobic. I have to start moving, then I'll tighten the belts down a little bit. Yeah, I've really-
0: I've I've gotten all past that, and I like to be just whammo, just sucked in there. Yeah, and um, so I buy the seat that's a little snug. I got you know, I got like childbirth and hips, but I get those <laughs> seats that are a little bit snug, and I tick my big ass and put it in there. Yeah, and snug myself down. So I don't have any seats that Mr. Leno might be comfortable in, unless I just pull like the extra one out of the Roadster or something. I
1: I, I got like... (laughs) Oh, the Roadster doesn't... That one's... That's a low back seat with just the the pad or something on the... No, there's like just a low
0: back... Well, whatever. So my question... Yeah. Your question to the (laughs) Leno guys is, if you want Leno to be in this car... You might need to give us a seat. Yeah. Does he have a seat he enjoys? Maybe he could pull one out of the Roadmaster.
1: <laughs> He'd get a bench. <laughs> I was just going to say, maybe some sort of power Cadillac CTSV seat or something. We could I'm put it in. more bench. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not the full bench, the three quarter part. The, yeah, the one yeah. part that folds down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Either
0: way, it's something we're going to have to uh, yeah. get into in a couple of few. Uh,
1: also, um, So we got those events, uh, probably Goodwood, and we're probably going to do something at SEMA and Monterey. And just before Monterey, uh, Goldberg and I are going to be at the Woodward Dream Cruise doing a car cast show there. And then we're going to drag race Hellcats down Woodward Avenue. Oh, really? Yeah. When did this come up? uh, uh, We've been working on it with Dodge. It's
0: going to happen August 11th. Wow. And uh, that's out in Detroit? Yeah.
1: Yeah. We've never done the Dream Cruise because it always falls during Monterey Car Week. So this is like the week before. It's like a week-long event there. So the weekend before the Woodward Dream Cruise is this Roadkill Nights event.
0: I uh, am actually swinging by Ford in Dearborn as you hear this this Friday to talk to them about uh, some possible promotional stuff with Mustang.
1: Yeah, 50th. I don't know why they called you 50th I'm sitting the right here
0: <laughs> 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 They wanted star power oh, and pizzazz. Man. Um so uh all roads lead to uh, Michigan. Yeah. Um speaking of that, I'll be at the uh, Royal Oak Theater. That'll be uh coming up this, this fr- Thursday this Friday. I'm oh, sorry,
2: this Friday, excuse me. Awesome.
0: So uh, that'll be if you're out in that area. Yeah, come say hi. And after the I mean, show, not a car, we'll event, but
1: worth mentioning.
0: Yeah. All right. So <laughs> I I have some footage. So um, the I just enjoy it. Um, and it's kind of interesting too. Um, there's a guy. He his name is Steve. He 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 got his five ten back together after like 15 years or something. He put it on the track for practice at Road Atlanta on a uh, Monday. Uh, sorry, on a Friday. And uh, was behind John Morton when John Morton's uh, engine blew up and spilled oil all over the track, and this guy dinged up his car pretty good. Ah, uh, so
1: this is the guy we we talked to at Road Atlanta. He had yeah. the silver car, and he was super pumped. And he's like,
0: "Yeah, we're like hey, we heard
1: silver." I think it was kind of beige
0: in what a was weird, it? weird way. it was, okay. it was kind of be- a weird, weird fleshy color uh, or something. Uh, Kind of looks silver. Well, it's whitey. It's it's chalky. Yeah, kind, kind of, of chalky. It, it looks white in the picture we're looking at, but I don't remember it being white. I remember it being sort of beigey. But anyway,
2: maybe the white balance in the camera
0: is a little off. The balance in the camera could have been a little. Well, not Russ. <laughs> Our <laughs> God, boy Russ, a consummate pro. Um, the uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's where I have a picture of that car somewhere too.
0: Um, we'll see. Anyway. Um, I'll show you a lap or half a lap, Max Pata. Uh, you can turn up the sound. But this guy, he he posted it. He was he was cooking along nicely. Where'd she go to CarCastShow.com? Do you want to check it out? That's great. You can see this guy scooting along pretty good. Uh, one thing that I was, was following a Z. One, yeah. one thing that I was sort of semi-happy about is that is that the uh, his top speed on the straightaway when I went and checked my phone my top speed was 120 and his top speed's exactly 120. Oh, okay. Weird. Yeah. And also, unfortunately the poor guy hits the oil on the fastest part of the track going as fast as he could possibly go. He's now going 1, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 20. Oh, and then, oh. Uh,
1: wow. He literally... That happens so quick.
0: <laughs> um, he literally was going as fast as he could possibly go on the track. Yeah it's 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 unfortunate that these things happen but it's also unfortunate that they happen They're like if you watch the digital readout it's like 119 120 yeah. and then it will got like 121 120 and then like 122 and then it's like up oh, oil and wow he was slowing down at that point point when he hit the oil
1: it was pretty much maximum <laughs> velocity there i'll tell you you look at that and you see how quickly that happened um you know super unfortunate because he did some damage to the car but man that could have turned out to be way worse
0: yeah there's a lot of concrete <laughs> around and you know everyone gets caught up in oh how fast you're going how fast you're going 120 miles an hour in a little shit box from the 60s with 13 inch rims and drum brakes in the rear is yeah. plenty, plenty fast in that car. It's not like driving the, the new caddy with CT, whatever, yeah. where you just roll up the windows and
1: the put radio it on. on whatever, you're doing 149 the, on the freeway somewhere. The front yeah.
0: discs on the brakes are bigger than the rims on that car.
1: Oh, yeah. The Cadillac, like, or, you know, most modern new cars. Even a Mustang or something. You're right. The discs on those things are larger than the entire rim of that five ten. But guys, definitely go back and watch that video. Uh, he did a great job of handling himself, but unfortunate. Uh, to CarCastShow.com, as you mentioned, <laughs> we went and talked to him uh,
0: after the show, and he'd hit in the front, and he'd hit in the back. Yeah,
1: and it wasn't his. As- That's the gray I'm thinking of. He had like the engine compartment and underneath, and the roll cage done more of a grayish, and then. The car was kind of a off white.
0: Oh yeah, he had that kind of racing gray. Yeah, uh, underneath and uh, yeah, it felt beigey to me. But again, the camera's a little tough to yeah. tell.
1: Now he tags the front and the rear. He's in this video you're, you're going to see, and uh, photos we'll post. He's got the front off, and you see the damage right on the oil cooler, but also in the back there's damage.
0: Yeah. I made him feel better. I said, uh, "Take your bumper, the rear bumper. Don't take it to a surf shop and get it fixed because he had the fiberglass bumpers <laughs> yeah, yeah. on there, not the uh, metal yeah. ones." Uh, so there you go, nice guy. And, and by the way, I, I just love that these guys are not pissed or shaken or angry or making a fist. I, you think about that wiring. All the dickheads I know would be like, "That guy owes me a new car, man." Yeah, he, his
1: engine blew up. That's not my problem. Like, they'd be like- no, he wasn't picking a fight with John Morton. He was like, "Can we get this thing fixed? I want to go back out there."
0: You know, that was his only thing. He had nothing yeah. to say about John Morton. He had nothing to say about the oil. He had nothing to say about Road no. Atlanta.
1: It was almost like a little bit of pride. we like, "Oh, we heard John Morton hit. You know, dropped some oil, and somebody rode through it." He's like, "Yeah, that was me." Yeah. <laughs> he's like, over here. <laughs> that was me. I just think about uh,
0: everyone. Well, uh, two-thirds of the people in my life would just be yelling at John Morton the entire time.
1: Yeah.
2: The, uh, <laughs> the guy who posted it, Steve, he, he's the one that actually put the video up online as well. Yeah. And his description goes, uh, after four months restoring my 1970 Datsun 510 just for this event, I'm taking it easy to sort out some handling issues and engine tune. Unknown to me or the corner workers, none... None other than the grand poobah of Datsun Racing, <laughs> John Morton, has just blown an engine and oiled down the brakes on a T10. Cars ahead are not on the racing line and miss it. I don't. The instant I touch the brakes, I become a mere passenger at 122.
1: Yeah, that's a true story. That's a very uh, true story. And that car was really nice. Yeah, because I, I, yeah. I see some
2: guys like they, uh, you know, if, if they get an accident, that no pictures, they cover it up completely. They don't want anybody talking about it. it it's secret. But then. You know, I think lately, though, everyone's just kind of, oh, all right. Yeah. Uh,
0: speaking of that, I think Russ went and got that Porsche that rolled. Oh, the VW? No, oh, no. Oh, was silver Porsche. Uh, it was beige.
1: <laughs> uh, no, no. It was, uh, there was Hold a, on a minute now. There was a
0: Porsche, a VW rolled. <laughs> yeah. And that was us putting a curse on him. And then a Porsche rolled as well.
1: We should have never talked to those guys.
0: Uh, we didn't talk to the abortion. <laughs> Let me tell you about uh, him. 65% of men start losing their hair by 35. Every time that happens, I look around and I realize, yeah. oh, we, 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 we missed that. Both book. of my brothers, older brother and younger brother, both need this. Oh, man, yeah, tell them to get on it, dot himscom One-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness, and more. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. HIMS connects you with real doctors and medical-grade solutions to treat hair loss. Generic equivalents of name-brand prescriptions to keep your hair. No gas station countertop supplements, no waiting room, or awkward doctor visits. Our listeners get a trial month of Hims. HIMS for just five bucks while supplies last cost you hundreds if you went to the pharmacy. Let's not do that. Forhims. slash carcast. F O R H I M S. dot com slash carcast. Check it out. Save some money. Don't have to. I'm going to gift it to one. them. Gift it to
1: them. I'm going to gift it to them.
0: <laughs> so uh, that was uh, that was the uh, the MIDI. Uh, and maybe we'll see a picture of that rolled Porsche. I forgot about that guy. It had a cover on it when I saw it. Yeah. Like Max Pata reminded me, they sort of treat it like a corpse, you know, <laughs> by the side of the freeway. Yeah. And I get it. Uh, on the other hand, uh I told Russ to go over there and shoot it when I heard about it or something. Yeah. Uh, I think
1: he found it. He said he found it. Yeah. Uh, but I haven't seen the footage or what he got, so it could be he told
0: me before he went over there he needed some jerky money, and I said uh, jerky money. He said these legs don't move themselves. That's you know? right.
1: I got to put some fuel in the yeah. tank. Yeah. He said he texted Trevor, but he couldn't Venmo some jerky money over. <laughs> he literally, literally sent, uh, literally, literally
0: asked you for some gas money. Yeah. All right. Good people. Good guys. Salt of the salt of the earth. Uh, lots of lots of stuff. Coming up, uh,
1: you drove the uh, Ford GT for oh, a day. I'm telling you, just such a cool car. and You get to drive all the supercars. Yeah, well, you're here doing podcasts. Nobody's got right. time for that. Right. Um, you know, we talked about the story of dr- going out to Angeles Crest and driving the McLaren 720S. And that car, after spending two days in it, was probably my favorite supercar. I mean, it was just well done, power, sounded Great, uh, such a cool car, but oh, then: Sorry. Got sorry. into a 4GT.: Sorry.
0: Uh, Maxipata has footage of the VW wreck from the car behind it.
2: Yeah, yeah, we're, uh, we're going to put I guess it up now. So stuff, it got posted on YouTube as I well. I guess this
0: stuff just starts trickling in, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not there uh, two days after the yeah. race, but it's there. And there's some decision-making, like, do I want to post this? And uh, It <laughs> used to be uh, decorum yeah. uh, uh, d- d- suggested you didn't, but now they now do. Yeah. All right, it's a guy driving a Z car. All right, we're watching it now. He's coming up on another guy. Turning into a corner and going up to turn six or so Oh, no, it's going around turn seven, going into the, into the straightaway. The Z cars are fast. Yeah. It's following a Mustang. I don't see the VW yet. It's an orange VW. Well, they, they must be coming up on it. some dirt oh yeah oh that vw oh wow that vw was rolling but wait a minute was it there i don't remember that that's that car
1: car looks not like the vw that's not that's not the rabbit no that's yellow and orange uh just looking at it I could see where you're thinking but this car was all orange like 100% orange and, and this car you're looking at here is kind of yellow I am wonder if this
2: is the white a white bounce thing as well
1: I don't think so Um because that splitter and the car are two different colors that front air dam and the car are two different colors and this VW was pretty much well, wait, all but how orange how
0: many cars rolled this weekend it <laughs> yeah. be uh be a question there's a 914 six that's silver that was involved with it as well um, I couldn't definitively say this what it was or wasn't that that car the the question is is where did it take place and yeah. it looks like it took it looks like it, it it came to rest we'll know by where it came to rest because we have video of it when it's when it's resting I yeah, it is the nine fourteen. It is the car, Matt. Interesting. I, the color the color is Something's a little deceiving really off, the way yeah. the uh the way the sun is hitting it. So uh roll it back uh, one more time, sorry, and you guys can just watch it a car cash We'll post it. a video, no. yeah. And, uh, roll it back ten seconds. I just want to see that thing rolled, man. Jesus Christ Wow, yeah, that's it's rolling. Oh boy. Wow. That was uh
1: not a good part of the track and the uh all of a sudden that guy in the 510s thinking he had the best day ever. Cuz yeah. <laughs> he, he he just spun around and tagged a little bit like that's and we'll see if we find that Now the Porsche. driver of this car was Porsche okay as well. Was we in heard.
0: The, yes, the Porsche was in the pit by the way and I just dispatch Russ to go do do his um sort of ghoulish duty which is go go ghoulish down. ghoulish his <laughs> <It's> ghoulish duty <laughs> hey change your band name would you i know ghoulish, so duty?
2: ghoulish duty
0: yeah That's i mean a- what is it now loxie yeah kind of self-centered i not into it yeah kind of <laughs> <rawr, rawr, rawr. laughs> ghoulish rawr, duty rawr. <laughs> <laughs> ghoulish duty is a good name and i'll you i'll let you decide how to spell duty <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right so uh the ford gt yeah. yeah all right well the ford gt phenomenal car i'll tell you about it real quick i'm going to tell you first about brush hero oh. there's no more backache and wet scraped up knuckles 100 percent water powered there's no batteries or electricity required just a standard garden hose this thing's great it looks like a like a big dremel tool with a brush head on it i got one now at home the starter set comes with two brush heads a soft one for sensitive surfaces like paint and chrome and a tough one for serious muck there's an extensive line of assess- of accessories to clean virtually anything boats barbecues yard tools patio furniture i'm pretty sure you can use the sensitive brush and clean your dog oh yeah you can clean philly with it i'm sure This is a great Father's Day gift. There's gift sets for every budget. So you can get it at Amazon or Costco or Walmart or buy direct at brushhero.com and get 10% off your entire order when you use the code CARCAST. Plus, orders over 40 bucks. Include free shipping. So go to brushhero.com. Get 10% off your order with the code CarCast. I love this thing, man. I got. They sent me one, and
0: I love it. It's great for rims, especially. Oh yeah.
1: All right.
0: So that four uh, GT. GT. Yeah. Um, we
1: they're they're bringing these out and they're doing like one day loaners. What so was your color combo? That's it right there. We're looking at the pictures. It's black with orange because my photos are color corrected. <laughs> um, that's Leno's combo that's Leno's combo as well but not Leno's car it's odd because a lot of people ask me like, are you driving Leno's car um, no uh, I'm not um, so <laughs> it's funny because they talked about when you were filming the, the Newman film or I'm sorry the 24 hour war the Ford guys brought over three prototype cars the ford focus rs the gt and the shelby gt 350 and i went for a, round, a ride around the block in the prototype car and they talked about how you get in it the seat doesn't move but instead the pedal box and steering wheel move forward and, mm-hmm. back. and you're like that. well it's kind of weird it's like wouldn't that add more weight well, here's the deal if you're my size and you got in the seat and slid it forward you'd never be able to get out of the car Mm-hmm. Right, you'd open the door and you'd be sitting at the mirror. Right, right. So by having the seat all the way back, it it does tilt, it does lean. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you can get in and out of the car. Um, I thought the car was fantastic. It's obviously fast. It sounds good. In my opinion, it has a better sound than the McLaren 720s. Um, but I just I don't know I'd like I guess I just liked what it represented. You mm-hmm. expect a certain level of performance and stuff from McLaren and Ferrari and Lamborghini, but with Ford, this car was special to me. It was kind of special because you get in it and you know sure it has the same you know headlight switches of the Mustang, but that's that's something special about it. But uh, about it being a Ford,
0: I I agree. My always my concern. With Ford, and I feel like they've come a long way from the first gen GT oh five oh six oh mm-hmm. four. 05, 05, 05. I didn't like the fit and finish that well. Like, um, and I shouldn't even say fit and finish. It just had some plastic bits on the interior yeah. and some plastic bits on the exterior, and it looked a little funky town to me. Right? Like, I just didn't like a lot of the gaps and a, a lot of the fact that the. One of the coolest things about the original Ford GT, and it's something we all enjoy about the Ferrari 308 or 328 or Dino Ferrari or like many of the cars we love is the molded in door rear scoops into the door or whatever. And the thing that was really cool about the first, the original GT40s, it had those air intakes in front of the rear tires that were just sculpted into the panel into the quarter, into the clamshell or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And these were, like, separate with a line around them. and
1: It it, wasn't into the door yet. It was just into the rear quarter.
0: But not only was it into the rear quarter, it was a
1: separate piece. Yeah.
0: And it just didn't – I wasn't feeling the flow. Like, I didn't like the front, the splitter Mm -hmm. in the front or the uh, air dam or whatever. Spoiler. I don't know what you call it in the front. It it looked weird. looked like an afterthought kind of add-on. The rear glass had what I called the uh CD holder which is like these weird black strips with plastic fins on them that looked like it held yeah. CDs back in the day yeah, CD yeah. cases <laughs> And there was just a whole bunch of nuts and bolts that looked weird. The bumpers seemed like what they were, which is, oh, uh, you got to put these things on to comply with uh, you
1: know. Yeah, and in the aftermarket market, they made a really nice uh 4GT rear bumper delete kit. Right,
0: right. <laughs> so it was a bunch of stuff like that. It's it a great performance car. I wish I'd bought one at the time. I'd be sitting on uh extra 150 grand. Yeah. But uh I just didn't like the fit and the finish and like the look of it. The the new one I feel like they, they hit it out of the ballpark. They smoothed it out a lot. And they've really, really refined it. And the performance you knew would be there because the old car performed well. Yeah. Like, I didn't like the rims on the old car that much. I didn't think they looked that good, like just the design. Like it. it the old car, great performance, didn't like many of the sort of aesthetics of it. New one, great performance, and they smoothed everything out. And I don't know if uh, you you join me in this, but the supercharger on the first generation one bumped me a little because it didn't feel road racy or Lama to me.
1: Yeah, I see what the, you're saying. The
0: turbocharger. I like more because yeah. it actually feels more road
1: racer, Lama Euro yeah. to me, which is where these cars made their bones. I, I liked the supercharger from a muscle car standpoint, um, but I see what you're saying on on the racing aspect, the the heritage of it. Um, I agree completely. The it felt, turbo, it, it
0: felt really, yeah,
1: it it bumped me and
0: don't. Bring this up in front of Lynette because she'll do forty five minutes on it. it. Again. It just (laughs) felt like it was going like I don't know, I'm not one of these guys that reads that much into stuff, but somehow the supercharger on the Lamar car
1: it felt weird to me. Well, they fixed it. I'll t- a couple, f- a few things I could talk about the car all day, but I'll, here's a few things I'll point out. One, you mentioned the wheels. This this new Ford GT is carbon fiber wheels, yeah, which I love. Just everything from a from an engineering and a racing standpoint, and it's lightweight and all that. So I Unsprung. love the carbon fiber wheels. Mm-hmm. The body is carbon fiber. Fiber. So when they designed it, they specifically try to emphasize. Not just the lightweight, the use of it. When you look at the side of the car and the door comes down and then it kicks out 90 degrees over the sill panel, then 90 degrees down toward the rocker panel, that part of that design is there because you couldn't really stamp that out of steel or aluminum. Mm-hmm. You would have to start with really thick aluminum and then you'd get these really weak spots, right? Or you'd have uh, uh, holes because it would just stretch. So they made it that it can only be done in carbon fiber. Mm-hmm. Um and then uh, there's a lot of talk about, you know, the six-cylinder, and you know, why isn't it an eight? When you look at the rear of the car. The car is a teardrop shape. The front glass is round and it comes back to a point and it has these floating buttresses that are on there. So when you look at it from the rear, it's gorgeous to look at because it looks like the rear tires are just pontoons floating there like on a, like one of the prototype race cars. Mm -hmm. And the reason why the six cylinder is in there is because the eight cylinders with the dual overhead cams and the, and the four valves is so big, so wide, you'd never be able to get that design. Mm-hmm. Done. So this design almost dictated that you have to go with with the six cylinder engine in it, and of course the turbocharging six hundred and fifty horsepower. Who cares at this point? Right. Also, it sounds great. Yeah, you know. Anyway, cool design. There's I got a bunch of, a bunch of photos and stuff posted up there. You guys can see it. Yeah, all of my the interior's media. got the black and the orange. I, we um, yeah. Is we that sh- exactly like Leno's? I don't know what Leno's interior looks like, but I'm going to – look, if it is, he should be pissed, (laughs) right? (laughs) Because now everybody out there is is running around the same one with the same colors. But uh, we shot some video as well. We got some in-car stuff, and we got a little bit of drone stuff, some beauty shots. I don't have it, like, put together yet, but at some point when we get it, we'll post it, and I'll tell you about it. I'll tell you
0: about uh, Castrol Edge, designed for consumers who demand the best performance from their cars. Tech advances have made engines smaller, more powerful, and efficient. Engines today produce pressure up to 10 tons per square centimeter. Yeah. Oh, man, you got to protect yourself. The only thing stopping the metal on metal. Contact is a thin layer of oil, so the oil needs to be strong and remain strong. And that's where Casserole Edge comes in. Formulated with fluid titanium technology. Three times stronger against viscosity breakdown than the leading full synthetic. All right. We have questions. Did we... Uh... Now, it's a
1: weird...
2: We're time. looking at a video of the the, the Porsche.
1: The Porsche. The 914... Yeah. I, so do do we know the story? Did one car hit the other and that bumped him off the track? We Couldn't don't know. Really I
0: I thought it was a 911 that rolled, but it must have been the V... There must have been some confusion. So what it was is... I see Russell's shadow in the... Somebody the said... The ghost of Russell in the video. The uh, mm-hmm. I close my eyes and see the ghost of Russell. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, somebody said the Porsche rolled. But what they meant is probably the VW rolled and the Porsche hit the VW. Um and then uh and then and, and that's what happened. So it was a it wasn't a nine eleven, it was a nine fourteen six. It's a cool piece. Yeah. Looks fixable, but looks like a pain in the ass to fix.
1: It looks like he hit every corner though. That's the problem. It's like once you're done with the front, he's gotta go around to the back and yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate.
0: I, my, uh, my, a couple things. I, it, this is why it drives me nuts when people talk about, not to me per se, but I'll hear people talking about, like, so what, how's the vintage racing work? And I go, like, well, you just, you go out and you race. And they're like, but like half speed, you know? And I'm like, no. Nobody go. No. You don't go. We're going to go half speed. I don't understand you know what the mean? half like, speed part. But it's not. I mean, you're out doing parade laps. Like you're not out racing. You know, and I'm like some guy. I, I try to get too defensive. But I was like, there's some guys that aren't charging that hard. But if you take the top 15 guys, yeah.
1: they're going. They're on a mission.
0: They're going sure. at it. You know, and it's like, yeah, but not like going, going at it. I'm like, it is. They are. Like <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to explain this to you, but if you look at the carnage after yeah. a weekend like this, you'll understand that people are pushing their... They're pushing yeah. their
1: cars. I don't know what what racing is if it's not pushing, right? Well, it's also a thing that people
0: don't understand. Like,
1: like you I, race I, in the celebrity circuit, right? <laughs> <laughs> like what? What celebrity circuit? <laughs> Whatever. <Well>, I, <laughs> I do like
0: when people make up their own thing. Yeah, like the All yeah. Valley Karate tournament. <laughs> like what? what? <laughs> no weight classes, no foot pads, no no gloves, striking to the inner thigh illegal, <laughs> uh heel kick to the bridge of the nose legal. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a weird tournament. Yeah. <laughs> like I, the way karate yeah. like works, they have like full contact no striking, you know, just grappling. If you're doing the full contact, you know, they'd have like the pads on your feet, those yeah, red yeah. pads and the pads on your hand. The thing I liked about the Karate Kid is it didn't seem to be, <laughs> it was like a, a karate tournament for high school kids <laughs> with, with Thailand death cage rules, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> except for if you wanted to kick someone in the front of the knee.
1: Yeah, that was no, a no. That's out.
0: That's out. You would have to have to leave the building. Yeah, if you kick the meaty part of someone's thigh, <laughs> but if you want to heal them in the nose, <laughs> yeah. go to town, man. Hey, I, I don't know
1: where were they in the, the valley. The weirdest
0: part about the All Valley tournament with the Karate Kid is when uh, when the one guy kicks Machio in the meaty part of the thigh. The crowd is all on the same page. Like, they kick him in the meaty part of the thigh, and everyone's like, oh, no, you did it. Whoa. Whoa. Later on, when Macho takes his heel and tries to <laughs> and, push and, the guy's nose up yeah. into his frontal lobe, everyone's on the same page again. Woo! He won! He won! Yeah, broke like, his face. I feel like if I was in the crowd, there'd be a little confusion with me. Like, I'd be the guy turning the guy next to me. Like, so he's... He's got to be disqualified too, right? Because the other guy kicked the guy in the thigh, and then that guy kicked the guy in the bridge of the nose. Yeah. So, wait a minute. I know we've been coached up by the by the uh, ad to to do uh, to react this way, but I don't feel organically like I would be doing this. I feel like I would be cheering. I feel like this this is a little inconsistency in my in my reaction. Yeah, yeah.
1: When he the first time he gets kicked in the nose, though, right? He goes over and he's like, "Go, to, go to your corner, go see your sensei." He doesn't he wipes get kicked the, in the nose. Nobody like wipes the blood off his nose and goes sweep the leg. Then that's when he gets the instruction, right? I don't know. Somebody's if, wiping the blood off his nose and he goes sweep the leg. Why?
0: Uh, <laughs> listen, I think <laughs> if you if you polled ten people in the street <laughs> and asked them, would you rather be swept in the leg or kicked with a flying heel to the bridge of the nose? I'd say you go with uh, swept to the leg,
1: yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Now, right. now we're watching the clip where he's going to kick him. Boom. But prior to that, when he tells him sweep the leg, I swear there's a scene where the, the, the bad guy, Cobra Kai Sensei, is like wiping the blood off that dude's nose and goes, <laughs> well, he could, sweep the he leg. Could have had, he could have <laughs> blood, but I don't think he got kicked in the, or kicked in the or, nose. Or punched or maybe just got punched in the face. But
0: oh, right in the thigh. He kicked him with the ball of his foot in the meaty part of his thigh.
1: What? Does anybody?
0: Look, when you're doing a table read, does somebody have to go? Like, they're reading directions. He does a flying kick with the with his ball of his foot to the outer part of his thigh. The crowd goes nuts. Billy dives on him and begs for forgiveness. It's like, uh, I'd just be at the table, like, raising my hand going, Oh, hold on. What kind of tournament is this again? Hold on. Seven pages later, he's going to kick him in the face. And then we're going to have everyone cheer? Like, I, I need to figure out what the rules are. I, I think, don't feel like I know
1: what the rules are. I think that are. was a last-minute change. I think he originally got kicked in the nuts. But then when they went to the scene where Miyagi ca- claps his ah! hands and, and, and cups the balls to heal him, I think they're like, this is a PG-13 movie now. We can't. You know what? Right. You probably saw the director's cut, right? <laughs> yeah. the originally
0: clapped the hands. Right to the nut. pull the drawers That's down. massage the balls a little. They had that scene where the ref walked into the locker yep. room and went like oh boy. Uh, you guys I'll give you guys your space. That's it. Larusso's gonna fight? Larusso's gonna fight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, am I is just my read on this seemed pretty accurate? like one yeah. one is a, a kick to the a a thigh kick to the
2: face a heel to the face
0: <laughs> but notice when he gets the heel there's the worst uh, the worst parent in the world is like four rows up wearing a blue shirt and he the one kid the one 15 year old heals the other 15 year old in the face and the guy launches to his feet like oh yeah <laughs> now Let's just examine this guy for a second. (laughs) As far as I know, Machio's dad is not there. The guy's up on his feet with his hands over his head. Is this guy just a general fan of teenagers being brutalized, or do you think he's (laughs) squarely in the Machio corner? You got to go back uh, a little bit. Uh, Everyone's so happy. He kicks him in the face, and the guy in the blue (laughs) blue hoodie goes. The blue sweater. Oh, there he man, is. He's up yeah. on his feet, man. He's loving this. He was invested. He had money down. Hey, 15 year old stranger. <laughs> he had money down. <laughs> You're never going to talk right again. <laughs> Your septum has been destroyed. Look how much pain. <laughs> Look how much pain he's <laughs> I just on the love ground. that that guy's celebrating. Yeah. This guy's possible. The ref this, has no care this in the guy's world. Broken nose and shattered orbital socket. <laughs> I just love that this parent can uh, find that kind of satisfaction.
1: This is the movie that taught me how to paint a fence and wax a car. Karate Kid. Karate Kid. All
0: right. Uh, so we got a question.
1: Uh, for, uh, we got a well, question. we do. But first, I'm going to tell you about GEICO. All
0: right. Tell me about GEICO.
1: Everybody's got a to-do list. You know, you can drop off your dry cleaning. You pick up some milk. And now you can add, save hundreds of dollars of car insurance to that list. You don't have to pick up or drop off anything. You just go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. So if you want some extra money in your pocket, this is the most rewarding to do that you can do today. Go to geico.com.
0: Uh, all right. Uh, we got a lot of good offerings at chassis. dot com. the 24-hour war, Newman's uh, racing dock, and the bug with Ewan McGregor, and King of the Underdogs. We were just talking about that, and that was... Uh director of Karate Kid and uh, Rocky and everything else. Very interesting story. 12 O'Clock Boys, you guys should watch. Have you seen that one? I've got the DVD at home now. You should watch or it. i got the chassis link. you get angry at every, every parent. Yeah. <laughs> it's a crazy black kids riding wheelies through uh, Baltimore. Uh, uh, lots of good stuff out there. Were they all in there. Creed? T-shirts available. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, one of the guys whose film is going to be up there – Is that available now on Chassis?
2: Yeah, yeah. Check available now.
0: Yeah. uh, Where They Raced, it's available right now on Chassis. uh, Harry Pallenberg. Interesting guy. Very interesting stuff about all the places where the tracks used to be everywhere and uh, board tracks in the middle of Beverly Hills. Yeah, great idea. A lot
1: of research on that one. A
0: lot of research. Very cool doc. So uh, without any further ado, uh, enjoy Harry Pallenberg. This week on the Koi Pond. So anyways, we come home from off the road, right? And... uh, Amy screams. Oh my God! Oh my God! I drop everything I do. I run to the bathroom because I also hear Chase going, Oh my God! Oh my God! <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! Chase has a shoebox, an empty Nike shoebox, and he's trying to scoop a house centipede but- off the wall into the box. The centipede comes out of the hole! <laughs> oh my God! comes out of the hole right i go oh my god it came out of the box he throws the box he throws the box into the
1: living room and then he runs outside i'm like you didn't do shit you made it worse you didn't do shit you just moved the centipede
0: somewhere else in the house
1: remember to rate review and subscribe on itunes and podcast one
0: Okay, we'll get to Harry in one second. I'll tell you uh this Thursday I'll be doing a one man show in Cleveland at the Gore Theater. She so can come out and say hi and go to AnCroll dot com for all that stuff. Uh the big podcast with Shaq, man. You love Shaq. You love the pod. And you can check it out. Lots of guests and a a list. That's why me and Matt won't be on it. But a great podcast, a great guy. Podcast, uh app and podcast dot com. Podcast one, sorry. And the Podcast One app is where you uh, check out uh, the big podcast with Shaq. All right. Harry, filmmaker Harry Pallenberg, the movie Where They Raced, available on Chassis. Check it out. We're here with uh, Harry Pallenberg. Harry's got a documentary out, Where They Race, Speed Demons in the City of Angels. Uh, it's coming soon to Chassis, so We'll keep you posted, or you keep us posted, and keep going to Chassis and checking, because we'll try to figure out exactly when this thing's going to land. Can't be, uh, can't be too far in the future. No, I
1: talked to the guys that said they're working on it. They've got a big catalog of all sorts of great docs and, and up, on that, uh, up on the website. So this is one of the, the next ones, the very next one to be, uh, be released.
0: Uh, good to see you, Harry. Good to see you. And welcome back, I should say. I guess we had you on in 2010?
3: Yeah, a long time ago. I don't know the exact
0: number, but yeah. Probably
3: Uh, with Harold Osmer, who wrote the book that the movie's based on.
0: The, uh, where are they, right? So let's talk about, let's talk about the documentary. Let's talk about, uh, what, uh, because I haven't seen it yet. Tell us all about it.
3: So it's, uh... It's a history of, of automotive, automotive racing and innovation in Los Angeles. And it started many years ago when I worked for your favorite guy, Huell Hauser. Love Huell. Um, we, we got this book called Where They Race" by this guy, Harold Osmer. And we decided to do an episode on the Corona Circle, which is a road you can still drive on. It's a perfect circle. And in the early teens, they raced there. Um, you know, getting close to 100 miles an hour. Is it
0: in Corona?
3: It is in Corona, yeah. The 71 goes right through the the middle of the circle, or the 91, sorry. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we did that as a 30-minute episode with uh, Huel. And I said to Harold, who wrote Wait the-
0: a minute. Huell only does super boring stuff that I'm never <laughs> interested in. How could he do something that I might be interesting interested in? And then how did I miss this one? I don't one? know how you miss it. He wears like a
3: leather uh, helmet like they used to back Damn in the it. teens and 20s. I um, saw
0: him down at the Baghdad Cafe talking to a, a guy who had no idea he was going to show up and then talked to an old timer about a can of rocks he had. Yeah. He licked the rocks oh, yeah. too. The that, guy, was, that, yeah. was, that was good TV, but... This was even next level. I can't believe I missed this. Yeah, it's All right. uh,
3: the Corona Circle episode. The Corona Circle. And we, we brought some old cars back, uh, actual cars that ran there in the mm-hmm. teens, and we took a lap around the circle. And I said to Harold afterwards, like, "God, your book is full. There's like 200 other tracks that we could do." Um, so slowly over the course of years, you know, I would call and say, your show's going to air again. And he would call and say, so-and-so just passed away. And I was like, okay, before anybody else dies, we should get out there with a the camera and start documenting these things. So we went out to all the old places where the tracks used to be. We did Lion's Drag Strip with uh, Mickey Thompson's son, Danny Thompson, and his first wife, Judy. We went out to um, where Gilmore Stadium is, which is now The Grove. Right. Um, is
0: that the big wood track? Uh, no, the big wood track oh, that was, was in, in Beverly, Beverly Hills. Hills. Yeah,
3: right. literally, Rodeo Drive goes right through the middle of what would have been the infield. And uh, El Camino Road used to be, in fact, Speedway Drive.
1: Yeah, they shouldn't have got rid of that.
0: No, but <laughs> uh, yeah, I get yeah, that, that was the some, real estate has gone all, up in value. Well, probably that was, doubled yeah, over probably the years, doubled, at maybe least. more. Yeah, at yeah least. maybe but but more. To
1: come full circle, I think Bruce Meyer would love to have that track there now. Having the track I'm, would just go around Bruce Meyer's garage. Yeah, right? just there go around go. his garage and the rest of the property. Yeah, probably the people down there. <laughs> uh,
0: they build these huge board tracks and run cars on. Yeah, on there's some great photos and some footage. Yeah, we have. We have footage in the film
3: of them running on that track and actually Gaston Chevrolet, one of the Chevrolet brothers, died on that track in a fiery crash. Um. So yeah, it was not you know wood, oil, gas, and and fire didn't make for the tracks to last. a No long smoking time. at the track. Yeah, they, uh, <laughs> no smoking permitted. The board tracks were great. They were really smooth, so they, and they had a uh, really steep banking, so they could uh, get record speeds. But uh, they didn't have a longevity.
1: They didn't. What did they coat the track work with? Because I felt like like a layer of line X would I, be perfect. I don't.
0: Uh, all they had was <laughs> I like think it was creosote a, or something yeah, like back and then, in, but something that caused cancer. But, but I don't uh, know that they coated it with. I I don't know. They coated it with the leaking oil and gas from the cars. (laughs) If they would have done something, they would have done that creosote, which is what if you ever like look at an old telephone pole. Yeah. yeah. Like think about a telephone pole. They're black and they're like like weird and sticky and weird. Now think what you're asking. What you're asking a telephone pole to do, which is I'm going to just shove you in the ground, and you're going to be good for 80 years. Yeah, you got to be there pretty much. Forever. Right, you're pretty much going to have to be dipped in some of the most uh, corrupt, the most whatever causes the most cancer. Yeah. that's what's going to keep that that telephone pole <laughs> upright for the next 75 years. Yeah. And that's what they had. Yeah, back that's then. a
1: good point. I never even thought about that. That
0: in railroad ties. That and yeah, railroad, yeah, ties. And railroad if you, ties. If you if you soaked. Yeah, if you like smell a railroad tie. Go out and do it. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait till the commuter rush, but go out and <laughs> like sniff a, like that an track. track. Like an Amtrak? Just go right in the middle. It's not as good on the edge, man. <laughs> okay. Get in the middle, and turn your back to the direction the train would be coming. You'll well, get a much better you're, experience. You're yeah. downwind. No, got, yeah. you, you go old railroad tie and old telephone pole, and you'll seem to the same gooey, black, sappy mess. So... Uh, but let's, let's not digress too far. Too far. Huel, all those years with Huel. All those you gotta, years with Huel. you got to tell me, what kind of man was he? Well,
3: you know, I mean, I stayed there for 15 years, so it couldn't have been... Uh, couldn't have been know, too bad. Couldn't have been too bad. Or know? maybe he,
0: you have horrible self-esteem like he, he. all my employees.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, he was a, he was definitely a boss, and, uh, you know, in the office was the only place where he could be sort of not be on and mm-hmm. not have people coming up to him saying, like, my grandmother's got 800 teapots and you should do a show. And so, like, it the office was a sanctuary for him. He was able to sort of be be not on and not himself. But he was also able to be pissed off if something didn't go right, or if you know, some we didn't get the right photos or whatever. But he was, you know, he was great, and he really, really was that enthusiastic about stuff. Like we would be out on the on a shoot on a very tight schedule, needing to get something done, and he would just peel off because he saw like something bright and shiny over in the corner, and uh, you know, he couldn't resist.
0: I feel um, like he needed a field producer because every time he'd walk into a restaurant, they'd be like. Uh, who, who are you? And they'd be like, can we film here? And they'd go, uh, I, I don't know. I'm not the manager. they go, all right. And it was always an ex-con who looked like really nervous. And, how, how, he'd go, you know, 20% the of every
1: episode is man- just trying to get in.
0: They'd go down to the post office. Like, this is the oldest post office in America. Oh, it's not open today. Oh, it's a federal <laughs> holiday. Oh, well, this is the outside. And I was like, you got to call ahead. you you gotta, you gotta get something on the calendar. Well, it was
3: actually more scheduled and organized than it might have appeared, but... Uh, <laughs> I don't know if
1: that makes it worse or better. <laughs> I don't know. I
0: think that was just his charm. I, that was his way. I loved it. The Baghdad Cafe. You got to watch that episode. I, that is I didn't the best. see
1: that, but I remember seeing the rock thing because you showed it to me it for some reason. Is the,
0: <laughs> it is the best TV ever. And the hue shall be missed. I don't know... W- what he passed. he always seemed so virile and strong and vibrant and sort of ageless. I don't know what he, what happened. He'd he rocks and yeah, it <laughs> was fine. He's none the worse for wear. How old was he when he passed? Gosh, I'm not even exactly sure. Like sixty. Geez, yeah, he just seems one of those guys that seemed like... cancer
3: and just you know, boom, got the test uh, and. We knew ahead of time, obviously, in the office, and mm. but it was uh, it was pretty quick.
0: Damn, I, I miss that guy. Anyway, yeah, indeed, uh, where they race, and and it's nice that you realized that these guys aren't going to be around forever. Not all of them, obviously, are were around, but I mean, I I felt the same way when we went to go get Dan Gurney. You know, we showed up at Dan Gurney's shop a couple years ago, sat down with him got in a good two hours with Dan, and it's the kind of thing where now he lives on digitally forever. Right.
3: And that's what, I mean, that's what's so great about this, is being able to to capture those moments before they're gone. I mean, obviously, all the tracks, or most of the tracks, are basically gone. We tried to go back to where the track used to be and bring a car that used to run there, so we had, like, Vic Edelbrock Jr., who has since passed away. Yeah. He brought Roger Ward's V860 back to where Gilmore Stadium was. Um and we, you know, if we're we tried to run a lap around. So, like Santa Monica Road Races, we brought some cars back and actually took a lap. Um, and it's great to sort of relive that history and try and keep it alive, which is, you know, part of why I made the film.
0: I'm uh, intrigued and uh, definitely in. So it's coming soon to Chassis. That's C H A S S Y dot com. You guys should go there, see what's there right now, and then check back every nine minutes and see <laughs> Keep re- well, I mean, why re- not? reloading see mm-hmm. when this thing pops up where they race speed demons in the city of angels uh, Harry Pallenberg thank you so much for uh, joining us A website by the way you can go uh, to chassis or you can go to Harry Pallenberg
3: yeah, uh, or, as well
0: yeah wheretheyrace.com or wheretheyrace.com sure. so until next time this is Adam Kroll for Harry Pallenberg and Matt the Motorator DeAndrea saying keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel Clover gives you the power to run a smarter, faster restaurant. See everything in real time with the kitchen display system.
3: Streamline takeout and delivery with online ordering. With the right tech, quick service is getting even quicker. Clover. Accept payments, run your business, and sell more. For a limited time only, visit Clover.com to get a $450
0: statement credit on qualified hardware purchases. That's www.Clover.com.